But she's Little Miss Marvel-licious or something, I forget. Even better, I like I think the Mary Marvel, isn't when it? Jimmy Olsen is kind of jacked, has superpowers, and rides a Harley and wears, like, cargo pants tucked into giant boots and a very tight black t-shirt while fucking the pink bug new god chick. Pink bug new god chick. Forager. And they try too hard to make her sexual. No, it is a boy every time except in this. Oh. Like Copperhead in Arkham Origins. I thought that was a girl sometime. Yeah, only in that. Because they're like, no one wants that original character who, if you Google, has a big snake... See, there's everybody except she. She was too weird. She had dumb dumb hair on. Meg, that's from Total Drama Island. Also, she never even looked like that in the show. That's fan art. What's that? That's Danny Phantom's girlfriend. Are you just looking at all the goth cartoon characters in through history? Yeah, Danny Phantom, Hex Girls, Shigo, Gwen, and Raven. Total Drama Island. Now they're babies. Yeah. No one cared after it season is. two anyway. It doesn't matter. And the boss of the kindergartens, the black chef. I watched it at gym. Are you serious? It exists? Yes. Okay, let's... Ladies and future boys, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds. The only podcast to, um... Hmm. I <laughs> The late end debate. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> My name's Tony Pollard, and I'm joined by... Me! Okay, Kaya stays here. <laughs> Me! Great, our producer. Uh, we're joined by our co-hosts, uh, the White Collar. Very good. And the Mega Jigadilla. Hi. Alright. Um, you know sometimes when you're talking to old people, oh, how, like this, it's a mixture of their smell, but also like the smell of their breath, and it smells like a weird sort of poo? It's um. definitely a thing. <laughs> yeah. But today, okay, okay. there was a whole area that smelled like that. Ah. Do you know what I mean? I think I do. Like, it doesn't smell like shit, but it sort of does. And it's just a it weird smells... smell some old people give off. Yeah. That can be our scented candle. That we the weird sell. old people you... shit what? smell. I got told that I was old today because I still use Facebook. Okay, boomer. What? What's wrong with Facebook? It's not TikTok, because Kai has grown more than one pubic hair. <laughs> Shots fired, you stupid kids. Fuck <laughs> Today, a guy it's, right. Right. it's his 29th birthday tomorrow, and I told a bunch of people he's 35, and they didn't question it, and he's mad now. <laughs> Fake ages are funny. <laughs> Remember in the pilot episode... I almost thought I remembered time, something, but I didn't, so... I was like... I'm 12 or something, and Joe goes, I'm 48. (laughs) (laughs) The pilot of the Revenge Time is pretty good. Anyway, you know what else is pretty good? Coming back to a book after presumably weeks of us not talking about it, because this is part three of Mr. Miracle. Uh Is this three? I actually read something with him in it. What? So, this pink... (laughs) Sex bug lady who's normally a man. That was all the stuff. Jimmy Olsen. Takes superhero Jimmy Olsen to Apocalypse. Uh And she gets kidnapped. And he's just a slave or something. And then Mr. Miracle shows up doing a full bang. He's just wearing a trench coat with a hood. But he like tilts it and it's like the green, yellow and red. And then he 
saves Jimmy, and then he just goes like, whoa, and just leaves, and you never see him again. Okay. Whoa. Does he ever appear in the Injustice universe? You've read almost no, all of No, I don't think that, so. I don't think there's any new gods yeah. apart from Dark Side. Dark Side also, Big Barber died in this book, too. Aww. You see well, her I'm twice, a... only the back of her head, not, a, not her body, just her head. Big su- samurai costume or red costume? Big. All right. She dies. Do you know who gets more screen time? Her shitty... What are you reading? Sisters. That countdown. Oh, right. Oh, I need to talk about this. So, remember in the book how um, when she has the baby, the, like, three... They're sisters, but they're not the Furies come. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the bulky one with, like... A funny hat with glasses built in and it was all red and yellow. She looked like a demolition derby. Her name, this is how good the new gods are, is Stomper. Stomper. Does she go stomp? Yeah, that's it. And then they just punch her in the head once and she's down, but she's meant to be a god. <laughs> she's literally someone with shoes that are too big. I think, that, that's her power. I think Holly beats the shit out of her. That's how much she sucks. Shout to Holly. No. <laughs> So, where we left, last uh, left off, we were about to begin our big final battle with Darkseid. Oh, we were going to give the kid up, as you recall, yeah, old he, Jacob. He's like, maybe the people are going to die, or just a baby. Yeah. We, we had the big moral question. So, gathering their stroller, a bunch of nappies, and another veggie tray, because that's what grown-ups do, our power couple goes to Apocalypse. One of Barda's old friends, uh, Lilani, maybe? Lilani. Lilani. Um, she's there to check their stuff for weapons, and they just kind of chat, and she doesn't really check so good. Mm. <coughs> that's it. Did a sneeze, guy. Sneeze. I got that sick. Aww. Um, yeah, so she doesn't really check, they just more chat and shit, and they're like, no weapons can hurt Darkseid anyway, so who gives a shit? Um... The first read, I didn't realise how secretly tense that moment must have been for Scott and Barter. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're it would have been hard. We then uh, whisked away to the sit-down with Darkseid and... Who else was there? Desaad. The fella in the pink. Oh, he sucks. Feel free to edit this out and blow it Off I go. They try to make it out like he's this real fucking scary guy. He's just like... Freddy Krueger, if you gave him a purple onesie and took away all the powers. So he's he, um that that guy from um he's like um oh what's his fucking name? First. No, it's it, he's Ronald's friend. Grimace. Yeah, he's like him. Um, okay, but, if you want. Yeah. Also, in which he is um the main leader's like torture director. Do he's you know exactly like Grimace. Way cooler yeah. than Desaad. Like a Whoever that marbles. guy is from Agony in Pink. Oh, we're not... they just take all the torture books and turn them into a man. That's like Dessart, except it actually does something. Yeah. Um, so, we get one of the silliest beats in the whole fucking story arc here. Uh, we've seen this veggie tray. You know, it's popped up a few times. Hey, yeah. What? It's an ongoing joke, the veggie tray. Hey, oh. remember they have... It's got, like... Anytime they do something important in an adult. celery... And some hummus. hummus. Yeah, it's pronounced. Humus. We've seen many a carrot dip and eaten, you know. But this is Darkseid, the most evil creature in DC Comics, the vilest um, villain of all time, 
How do we know he's vile, Toby? Because he double dips his carrot. What a... Whoa. Two stories about him. You don't do that. You don't do that shit. Did you see... Kill Earth, that's fine. Don't double dip, that's Yeah. Did you see him in Mortal Kombat? (laughs) Screw that. No. Part of the Joker update is... Remember that new character? He's like a big buff black dude who can do time travel. Yes. Um, yeah, it just makes him dark side. Cool, cool. And some smartass on Facebook was like, I'm excited to play as dark side, spelled S-I-D-E. No. He's a true fan. Also, is, Clearly he's not. is his name Dread Dark Side? I don't know. I don't, I've don't. i never seen his first name pop up. It doesn't matter what his first name is. He is a dirty double dipper. <laughs> And it's not okay. It's Meg's double, pissed. I'm unless angry. you double dip and chicks. When? Oh, no! Okay. Don't do that either. All double Christ. dipping is bad. <laughs> Don't double dip. No, that's when Toby was trying to like sell me on the idea of watching this thing. He was like, yeah, there's this one point and he double dips his, his carrot stick and I was like, that's it, we can't be friends. Duck said, get out. You can leave now and get out my house. Yeah, I'm, again, I'm sorry if this bringing this up has upset any listeners. I think his name is just Darkseid, but in that stupid book they... Please, Mr. Side was my father. Call me Dark. <laughs> Remember Dark Khan? The Vaguely, yeah. The ever. Yeah. Didn't he have, like, a mouth in his belly? Um, num. No, this was... Or is that Jirachi from Tekken? Yeah. Fuck that guy. No, this was just when Shao Kahn... Stop adding together. relatives to that game. Anyway, okay. So they have a quick exchange with Dasad. Darkseid is given Jacob, an almost one year old, who be honking on Darkseid's nose. Give him all kiss. <laughs> the deal goes well for the most part until the anti-life is brought up. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Because that was part of the deal is he would relinquish it. Mm-hmm. How come every week they change what and where it is? Because you know how in this it's what you're talking mm. about? Pre-52, apparently it was a song that only the Pied Piper can play. Jesus. I see. But instead he plays a different song that just blows up to Saad's face. Oh no, that's not a good song. Um, in this one, it's it's a knowledge, not an item. So Darkseid can't exactly give it up. But he can render himself useless. Because if he can't use his Omega Beams, he can't use his anti-life or whatever. He can't beam it. Yep. You know his red zigzag lasers that you see him do all the time? Yeah. 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 So, he literally just tears one of his own eyes out and just gives it to Barter. (laughs) I will have your child. Here's my eyeball. Well, he's like, I can't relinquish the anti-life equation, so I can't give you the ammo, but I can give you the gun. Yeah. And they're like, I hope this is a suitable compromise. And Barter's like, it's fucking not, but fine. In a, you know, in her, I'm, I'm on her side. In her very grumpy attitude that she got. Um. So Darkseid has a thing in this scene. It's it's not bad archery. It's it's something though. Maybe it's omnipotence. There's, I, I like him in this. The way he like doesn't talk. He doesn't like flinch or act. He's just kind of there. Mm. I don't just just the way it's drawn and acted out. He's almost like a presence than a like a like a character. Yeah. It's hard to explain, but it is cool. Um, and that's, uh, the, you know, the deal's sort of done. Scott takes his baby back just to say goodbye, and he'd dive out of the way, 
Bada pulls up the stroller, which is essentially just like a fucking new god cannon with a stroller cushion and hood over the top of it. Oh, as you do. Yeah. Yeah. It goes. You know. Again, I'm on their side. Mm-hmm. It it drops him, like it gets him onto his knees, which is no small feat. It's dark side, but you know he slowly get up in the laser. Mm. You know it's not quite enough, and the panel of him beating Bada down. Um is replaced by the Dark Side Is panel, you know, the the black one that's been appearing throughout this book. Mm. And then he um, he replies to it in the next panel and says, Yes, I am. Oh, no. What's, what's that thing that guy says? Who do you think you are? I am. Yeah. That guy <laughs> Who bowl- do you think you are? He won a bowling competition. He got so... Oh, nice. <laughs> And it's a picture of the Titanic going down and says, uh oh. Sinky! <laughs> you fucking idiot. Sorry. Sorry. Um, that was funny. Yeah, so I guess Darkseid can see those panels too. Maybe. He broke the fourth wall. Bastard. Or, they or someone says something in the panel that's missing. And oh, the answer just. You fucking is. bitch. <laughs> yeah, you're beating up my wife. Yes, I am. <laughs> shit. Oh, no. He didn't, no one said shit because he didn't say yes, I am to that. Oh. You don't know that. <laughs> he could have said he shit. He could have. It fits. Yes, I am. <laughs> it fits. <laughs> He's oh, just no. having a really bad self-esteem day, the poor dude. <laughs> okay. Yes, I All right. am. Well, he works Man, out some of his repression. Who side are you on? He double did she- you're a piece of shit. You don't do it. Yeah, but what if he yes. is a piece of shit and he knows I mean, it? I'm sorry for him it. now. Remember that shitty ad where the the son and the dad want to watch TV, but the wife and sister are there, and the kid just lies to his sister and says, "Dad double dipped," and she goes, "That's gross. I can't believe oh, yeah. you did that." And then she walks away, and then they're just like, "Now we can watch sport." Yeah, I don't remember what that's about, but I yeah, remember it existed. I remember it pretty clearly, but maybe, maybe he's I was upset yelling and, oh. that I yelled at him about double dipping and now he's upset. Are you double dipping? Yes, I am. <laughs> um, yep, so he pummels Mr. Miracle a bit. You know, that's good. He struggles a moment. Not if you missed a miracle. Well, yeah, Mr. Miracle struggles a little bit, but he has a backup plan in the damn veggie tray. <gasps> yeah, bitch. That's right, never trust a fucking broccoli, my dude. Oof. Yep. He sticks Darkseid in his open eye socket with a blade. Oh, good work. I'm down with it. More Based on the knife brain. he used for Jacob's umbilical cord. You know, the... Um, yeah, oh, because that one's like a yeah. big... Yeah. He's, he went out of his way to make one out of Orion's dead body. <laughs> good on him. So he pretty much he just sharpened a bone. Very Might as well be useful for something. Yep, yeah. the prophecy was always that Darkseid's kid would kill him. Mm. Um, and if you remember Scott thinking it would still be Orion, not him, there you go. Ha-ha. He's like, I'm not really his kid, you idiot. Oh. Yep. Technically, then both of them did it. Yeah, teamwork, friendship, hold hands. Yay. Um, Barter knew how to work with God Bones. It's referenced earlier in a quick conversation when she would make, like, moonshine out of bone marrow. Hmm. We used to whine tell everyone at school that bone marrow was good for you as we would snap open wicked wing bone and suck it. 
Bonero is good for you, though. Is this not if it's out of a shitty, wicked wing? Oh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> it's you, apparently good for you. You just have a massive mozzarella stick in it. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Massive mozzarella stick. Yes. Okay, bye. Oh, yes. my goodness. And once again, we have lost Meg. <laughs> oh, no, Toby's gone. I'm hungry now. We have also lost Toby. The I podcast have... is going crap. The, the podcast is... Oh, that's me. Thinking about food. <laughs> we are a food podcast. We like the spaghetti. We like the the squint. And we like the double Oh my god, no. Not necessarily a food as much as it is Disgusting. fucking. But... <laughs> no one said fucking, what the hell? Oh, we're going to get demonetized. It's not even inappropriate. What are you double dipping into it? Nuggies. Into... (laughs) Oh, no. Snakes. Meg, are you sure you want to marry this man? I know it's too late for future podcasts, but for right now. Come on, babe. You're just my sweet and sour, babe. Just just blink at me if you run out. I will hide you. Hey, man. What? He winked, ladies and gentlemen. What do you want? Considering the fact I asked her to blink at me, I'm not sure what's going on. I think that is not even real. I think that was old. Yep, so Darkseid's been defeated. They did it. And Barter's like, could you not swear so much in front of the kids, Scott? He's like, come on, man, it's intense. Sorry, give me a break. He's like, bitch, I was literally about to give this kid away. Yeah, (laughs) I'll do it again. I'll do it again if you take away my freedom's... But yeah, him him stabbing Darkseid repeatedly in the in the face is a pretty um, intense scene. Yeah, where he's just good. screaming "fuck you" over and over again. <laughs> nice. But um, look, he has some feelings. Yeah. So Me- Metron, you remember him, the three Jokers guy? Yeah. Yeah. Remember how he came in earlier in the story, like the Flash in Justice League? He's like, "Oh, it's all fucked up," and then he disappeared. And I'm yeah. like, "Okay." Yeah. He so he he do it again, everybody. The, the ending of the issue is Metron showing Mr. Miracle the world outside of wherever he is. What? An important thing, alright? And we can see the Rebirth comic universe. Which you can tell us Rebirth because of um, Wally West in it and a few yeah. other pieces. You can place the timeline there. Um, so, wherever this is, it's not current timeline. Um, considering the amount of crises and reboots and shit we have seen and will continue to see, that Four. doesn't mar- narrow it down very much at all. Yeah. Are you excited for the next one? How, how we're going to start aging all the good heroes out and replacing them with cheap knockoffs that are people of colour or female? We've been doing that for years. I don't know, like, DC just finished picking on Marvel for doing that, and now now they're going to do it too. Oh, I, something <laughs> Which is probably already happening by the time this comes out. Spoilers. You know how there's called Batwoman in Batman Beyond now? Yep. Do you know who it is? It's Dick Grayson's daughter. Oh, shit. And he's come to save her or something. He's come. He's so back. He's back. <laughs> We've got his eye patch still. Ah, oh, nice. He's back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lucius Fox is, is a good time and whatever, oh, but right. he's definitely not the next in line to be Batman. <laughs> There's so many Robins. So many well, Robins so, to get through. Yeah. We're completely based on being stealthy. Paint this guy yellow. 
No, that's Signal. Lu- Even the the, the Lucius Fox Batwing's the one that's chrome with a big glowing blue bat symbol. So you're right. Oh, yeah, big Batwing. No, you're right. Talking about this other guy. The asshole in the glow stick. Yeah. Glow stick a-hole. But then again, same thing. <laughs> wow. There's okay. people in line to be Batman. Why don't they just make um, Azrael Batman? Again, yeah. No, they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, Things are going down with him in Curse of the White Knight. I'm looking forward to seeing anything There's about it. There's like two more issues away and it's like the dumbest cliffhanger I've ever seen. Is it? Okay. There's also no villains left besides him. Is oh. They are all dead. We don't know that. Humpty Dumpty? Well, he probably killed him. He sat on a wall. No, he <laughs> no, put no, his no. grandma and tried to put her back together. Because she was clearly broken because she was mean. Yeah. So he pulled her apart to try and work it. Here's a good time. Sexy. Arkham live in nice. hell, everybody. Thumbs up. Okay, so, um... Skills in, in check. No, he doesn't, because she's still dead. Yeah, she's... I don't so think I'm I would have done She can still be dead. So I'm back together wrong. Classic song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no apocalypse, man. Cool. Um, so the final issue. Here it is. Alright. It's been a long day without you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we start with another Mr. Miracle escape show, and a fuckload of cameos in the crowd. Um, I saw Jim Lee and Jeff Johns off the bat, uh, the goobers who were running DC at the time, I don't think that's the case anymore. Um, I see the guys behind the book, Tom King and Mitch Geralds, or Gerards, I've got no idea. The point is, I also see the hosts of How Did This Get Made podcast for some reason. Who you would know as, like, most of the voice cast from, like, Big Mouth that aren't the main two guys. I thought you meant ah. this one. How did this get made? No, no, no. The no, one no, where they watch the bad movie know, and they I go, what? I a joke about this shit show. <laughs> Googling the rest of these people who were clearly cameos, we got Adam Scott, Scott Ackerman, and Paul F. Tompkins and Lauren Lapkus. All Earwolf podcast personalities. You know, improv people. And the rest are Mr. Miracle's editorial team. Two of which I thought were Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor, but it turns out not the case. Good to know. It's just a man and a woman next to each other. It's not really, it's not really a good correlation. There you go. Mm. But yeah, lots of characters show up for his uh, his final show in the issue, which I thought was cool. I was like a good cameo. Like when one of the new gods die in the Justice League animated series, and the original airing had like... Jack Kirby and a bunch of, like, Marvel people who were friends with Jack Kirby shop because it was kind of like when he died, his memorial episode. Yeah. But then they had to take all the likeness out because, like, Marvel would sue them for doing it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, the, the analogue for Jack Kirby died and then yeah. you had the new gods there and you also had dudes who clearly, clearly were Stan Lee and the Fantastic Four. Look, they weren't. It wasn't that clear. It was clear enough. They had to remove it on subsequent versions. Yeah, oh, it was pretty clear. Mm. So, um, yeah. The following morning after his show, we see Scott and his life is now in order because he shaved off his beard. That's how you know. That's how you know a life is in order when the beard's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody need- listening, Mister Collar has. Quite Do you the need to talk to Arabian him? Nights little chin going on here. <laughs> I can I can get you, you doing a, a racist accent, <laughs> mate. I can get you a free diary. The dude saying that was Genie. What? 
I don't think those are the words. <laughs> I'm trying not to get sued. Well, you know what? That's fair. Thank you. We appreciate that. Yeah. Okay. At least some of us. Getting sued's <laughs> an easy way to meet people, though. Yeah, it proves we have a listener. <laughs> they're not happy, but they're here. No, but like, if you get sued, like, at court and stuff, you'll meet some new Technically, people. everyone in the jury will be a listener. Yeah. Yes. That's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> Take the microphone to the court and <laughs> podcast to the court case. Coming to you live from like, my summons. <laughs> kind of like the third or fourth level of Tahiro 3. Live from prison. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get Tahiro. What the fuck? Oh. <laughs> so he's got no beard, huh? He's all clean shaven. Um. And while he shaves, we see a staticky vision of Granny Goodness telling him that she's real. She's not actually dead. Everything else is just in his head. He's gone mad. And that, my friends, is theory number one. Anyone take that one up that he's just insane at this point? We're all a little insane. There's that whole, oh, you look into the face of God, you go insane thing. Again, everyone's a little insane. Hmm. And again, every theory has at least a little evidence throughout the book. Scott and Barter then go to Apocalypse so Barter can have a fight with Kanto. Oh, my favourite Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Um, so they're about to start another season of war. Now that everything's settled from the first one, I guess. I don't know how it works. That's, that's usually about how all works, you know. I mean, that's about how new gods work. If they're not bickering, then what's the point of the issue? Yeah. Mm. So, um, I fucking love how he is so, like, kung fu expert and well-spoken, and she just punched him in his dumb face with that big brutal brute strength that she got going on. Mm. Um, yeah, you can see the sheer force of Big Barter in this book. It's pretty good. Like, She's, she's pretty bad. She's drawn with a book. thump. Yeah. Like, anytime she does something, there's weight to it. It's very cool. Um, while Scott watches from the sidelines, he talks to another dead character, Forager, the boy one. Oh, the boy. so Jimmy Olsen's not rooting it? He might be, I don't know. Foraging <laughs> the boy. Foraging the boy. Are you foraging <laughs> the boy? Stop <laughs> foraging me! This is what I wanted. <laughs> so, he thinks Scott defeated Darkseid, who is, uh, quote-unquote, the devil, but Calabac will come for him, who's the now leader of Apocalypse, um, and he's just destined to battle these devils forever, which brings us to theory number two, Forager thinks Scott is in hell. Mm. Okay? There's but technically he is in hell. He's I mean, he's in, yeah, he's in what is essentially just a allegory for hell, old Apocalypse, but anyway. Theory number three comes from another VHS fizzly vision in the form of Orion. Who, at their second child's ultrasound... Well, congratulations. He says Scott killed himself, found paradise, you know, with his family, and despite finding a way out, decided he would stay anyway. Orion thinks that Scott is in heaven. Mm-hmm. I like that they're doing the ultrasound. It's like, it's a girl. And they're like, is it okay? And the, the doctor's like, looks really big. <laughs> and they're like, ah, oh, like a mama. No. <laughs> Whereas the dude doing the ultrasound's like, this is a huge-ass baby, and they're like, oh, isn't that sweet? It's like, probably not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Listen, at least the big baby is coming out of the big bottom. Yeah. If it's coming out of coming Scott's out of Scott, dick. We've got some problems. Yeah. That would not be a good time. Like, that's, that's where Scott's sitting there going, thank God I'm the man. Yeah. Thank God I'm the man. 
Um, Darkseid is the next dead man to cut in, but he remains silent, so you don't get much theories from him. Again, he's just an omnipotent present. Yeah, but does he double dip the dip? No, he just sits on the couch and not say or do anything. He's just there. He says, hey. I think that's worse. Yeah, you never trust a never trust a quiet duck, you know, he's doing you never, something. You never yeah, trust so a quiet man who double dips his dips. Yeah. If he doesn't make a quack, is he really... Really doing the, the, the dips or the, the trips. Well, do, you, do you guys remember that stupid joke where the, Lips. like the Lips. current meme where Untitled Goose, Crips. he gets all the dragon balls and the big dragon comes and he's like, what is your wish? Crips. And the duck remains Lips. silent and the dragon goes Oof. very well and disappears and you don't know if anything's changed yet. Um, I reckon <laughs> That's the wish was to... Have to collect more Dragon Balls. <laughs> An eighth Dragon Ball just to fuck everyone else off. Yeah. Um. So the one I lean to, as far as the theories go, is given by High Father. Uh, number four is the anti-life equation warping his world. Uh, the detail in this one that I will argue is that High Father thinks he's alive, which deviates from my theory. Mm-hmm. All right. He thinks he's still alive, but just trapped in the anti-life itself. Like a matrix, but of sad. Um, Yeah, and reality itself is bending for the equation. Uh, Scott punches him and leaves him lying down in the rain, (laughs) because he's a shit dad, gave him up immediately in what is essentially a Pokemon card trade. Yeah. He's like, fuck you, dude. (laughs) And he leaves. Um, Yeah, you know, you know, you're just living your life, and you a couple weeks old, next thing you know, dad gives you to a dude in a blue skirt, who's a Satan in, you know, analogy. Like, you're going to be mad. Yeah. You're going to have beef. Um, so, Oberon... Let's, let's trade our children like their Pokemon cards. Okay. Um, you cannot have Horatio. Okay. Um, so, Oberon, <laughs> who we remember was dead before this book even started... He was. Mm-hmm. So he's back in the in the studio or the lab or whatever we <laughs> decide to call it, where he makes his death traps. Yeah. Scott actually spends time with this uh, this weird vision. Most of them he ignores, but Oberon doesn't. He doesn't necessarily give a theory. He he tells Scott like whether this shit's real or not. It doesn't matter as long as he's happy. Yeah. And reality is just an arbitrary thing. Which is good. Um, Scott goes with this one, I think. As he, you know, continues. Mm-hmm. Even when Barda randomly stares blankly and says Darkseid is, maybe the simulation's breaking a little bit, but he doesn't care. He responds with, and so are we, and they kiss. Yeah. A little wisp of TV static runs across them, and I think they kind of lived, quote-unquote, lived happily ever after. Maybe. That's a positive happily way to look at it. Can you not eat the laptop charger? Thank you, Mel. Yeah, don't eat that. Why? So, what do you guys think of the tale? Yeah, it was a tall tale. Yes, I think I think it's good for a new god tale. I think he's fine. Oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I think he's obviously got some issues going on. Some horse tranquilizer, but it doesn't seem as weird as you've told us it would be before. This seems like the most normal thing that includes. New gods beyond dark side only. Mm. Like yeah, normally the they're normal. like normally they're like a clumsy mess, but this has like a weird. 
Yes. Yeah, Underlying weirdness. I think to it. that's Mister Miracle's character is that he spends so much time being a human. He's not mm. as fucked and he's not as bonkers and annoying as the rest of them. He's not mm. doing too well, but the overall thing it doesn't seem like anything. He's fine, I think. I like you, Mister. Towards the beginning, mm-hmm. I thought that maybe he was in like some form of coma as a result of the dying, uh-huh. and that like he's his brain because they always tell you that people in a coma can like hear things and live like, out their days to an extent. Well, that's like I kind of was thinking of. Like, he's in a coma, and so he's got, like, Barters telling them the story about, like, how they got together and things like that. And so you've got, like, those little bits of stories, and then, like, as he gets closer to death and that, he starts seeing, like, Oberon and, like, people that have passed. Yeah. Because they usually will come to either, like, direct you in or direct you back out. Yeah. And that's why he keeps glitching that Darkseid is, because Darkseid would be, like trying to manipulate the situation himself. Mm. And, like, if he's sitting there and so much of him is telling him to fight, even if Darkseid is whispering in his ear, like, it's not going to do it. And that's why his brain, like, when he, um, when they go to kill Granny Goodness, he, like, he's so into it, and then he, like, glitches, and he's like, no, hang on a second, I don't, why are we doing this? Like, but he knows what the reaction would be, so Barter does it instead of him. Yeah. That's how I kind of saw it. That's kind of... That's a really cool sort of theory, though. Hmm. Like, that's... Yeah. Do you reckon he listens to Fat Boy Slim or not? Yes. Maybe. I still reckon he's, like... Oberon like definitely a... got down to the Slim. Oof. <laughs> I still reckon he's in, like, a simulation type thing and he's, like, in a tube. Let's go. Go tube! And somebody else is, like, pulling the strings and doing the... We, all of the little TVs are going. Do you think maybe it's Dr. Bedlam? Hey! The character I sent you a link to? Yes! Aha! Uh-huh. He's paranoia. I did read, read about him a little bit. Because they reference a paranoia pill a lot in the first half of this. Yes. And I'm like, oh, he's obviously like under a scarecrow or a whatever a new god scarecrow cool. is. Yeah, he is a master scientist and has powers of mental manipulation and paranoia. But eventually all that shit just kind of fizzles out, huh? They don't bring it up after, like, issue three. Hmm. But they hinted at it a couple times in that weird announcer voice. Hmm. Which also could be Dr. Bedlam narrating as he just bubbles away in a tube, like... Yeah. Vague as shit. Yeah, he's just having a bit of a... But that's the thing. The it's... You could put... Like, each issue could be a different thing. Mm. Like, it doesn't ever give you... Like, it's weird, because it doesn't ever answer anything, but at the same time, everything is answered and wrapped up. Yeah, they they leave you enough that you could come... You can figure it out yourself, but it's also different for everybody. Yeah, because it's what you... It's like you were saying yesterday It's like an about, test, almost. Yeah, well, it's like you were saying yesterday about horror films, that when you leave out, like, bits of detail people will insert their own shit. either their worst fear or, like, their own experience or something to it. Which gives it a better effect. And that's, yeah, it gives it, and I think that's why it's such an enjoyable book to read because you do have this, like, you can, it doesn't matter what your life experience is, you're going to view the comic in a way that mm. interests and makes sense to you. Trying to think yeah. of any good examples of horror that do that? Because all I can think of is Jaws. 
Because that was the whole gimmick, is that you never see the shark. You do see the shark. Yeah, but not as much as you're supposed to, so it's scary, because you're like, where is it? Yeah. There's lots of horror movies like that. Yeah, they do the the implied stuff. You don't even see the thing at all. Like in Blair Witch. Yeah. Hmm. My theory is that the family just wants... Or Cloverfield until they, like, shat the movie apart. (laughs) I think the family just wants... A free fucking handout because I don't think Gritty had it in him to punch a thirteen year old. <laughs> fucking Gritty. Uh, yes. Um. Did you have a theory, Trey? Is that it's fine? Yeah, I think that you really oversold how much of a problem it is. It kind of just seems like this doesn't seem any more weird than any other comic I've ever read. Doesn't seem out there at all. Okay. I'm probably like not thinking hard enough about it, but it just seemed normal. It just seemed like he might be having some mental health problems. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. He's just not having a good time. He lives in a yeah, like uh, he's got schizophrenia. He lives in a pineapple under the sea. Miss mm. oh, miracle. I did know it. Uh, my, my, my he fits in a box. Tight as can be. It's a miracle. Uh, if punching new gods in the face. He's got the depression wish. and got a big bitch. <laughs> 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 and guess who's sleeping on the couch tonight, ladies and future boys? <laughs> it's Me. It's sleep. What? Oh. Yeah, sleepover. <laughs> No, I don't. I was gonna say the best, but I don't want to sleep. Me. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, um, I went with the theory that he died. <laughs> he died the whole time. He died the whole time. Yeah. Um. So, the way I thought of it was like, for an anti-life equation to be any different to just killing, it needs to um, it needs to destroy a soul entirely. You know, an anti-life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know another word for the soul is the spirit? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, it would need to crush Scott's spirit before he finishes dying. Um, so I think... Like, it's, it's hard to explain my stupid theory, but... If an anti-life had to, like, completely crush this dude before letting him completely expire... Mm-hmm. He's... It's got to take away his spirit or his hope. But that's hard for a dude who's already depressed enough to kill himself. Mm. So this anti-life has, like, given him, you know, like, his house and barter and a kid. Yeah. It gives him something to lose because eventually it becomes the the crossroads, you know, like, does Spider-Man save Mary Jane or the the... You know, the lift of kids in the first Spider-Man oh, Mary movie. Jane. Those kids aren't going to suck you, dear. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> wow. Oh. I, I just want to yell and do Willem Dafoe goblin impressions, but I can't. Oh. So, oh, so the point being, like, it's almost like the anti-life got him to a point where whether he gave up the kid or continued the war, he would feel guilt about what he did. Like, mm. no matter which way he went about it. Yeah. And he almost breaks the game. Mm. He does like a brain, like a, a, a glitch that fucks up the anti-life by winning. 
Yeah. So that so it's kind of shot itself in the foot by giving him something to fight for. Yeah. Because you know that's when he, you know, he he beat Darkseid, and then he's almost living in like the end cutscene or the credits. Hmm. That's kind of where he's sitting at the end of this book. Yeah. Well, I mean, I suppose they didn't realize that like what. He- they gave him would be enough to motivate him. Yeah, it over-motivated him and he went. Um, but I... Uh, because that was my theory and I did my second read through to jot my notes and stuff down, I noticed things that would connect to my idea. Which, again, would happen for anybody. Yeah, but that's the thing. You went in looking for something. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the TV interview near the start? Mm-hmm. When he's like, I wanted to prove I could escape death and the... Uh, and the horse is like, did you, though? He's like, what? It's like, did you escape death? And then there's, like, a weird, awkward silence. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, things like that. And Metron's warning. It, it could have been a dream, but, like, he... I don't know. Metron's complicated. He could have almost been looking into the anti-life to talk to Scott. Especially yeah. in the second one. He's like, you want to leave? And he's like, nah. <laughs> nah, fuck that. I'll get rebooted out there, man. Yeah. I don't want to get New 52 again. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. I can't go back. I'll never go back. I can't go back, man. I can't, I can't go back. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, all, all the deaths in this as well. Like, it's throwing out main characters left, right, and center in the New Gods. Like, it gets rid of Darkseid and Highfather and shit. Yeah. Thank so it's, goodness. Yeah. Um, on page 81 of the trade, mm-hmm. depending on which version you're reading... During the meeting between Orion and Scott that ends in a, you know, a fist fight, he mentions that maybe he has the anti-life inside him. And it came up again in his trial for treason. Yeah. Um, Orion literally says, you are the anti-life equation. And that quote sort of fits my theory. Mm-hmm. That he's literally stuck in it as we speak. He's like full infected. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the one panel in the birthing scene that has... The VHS glitch over it is Barter mentioning heaven. Mm. If you like, literally go through and look at the specific ones that go, they're often referencing like happiness or heaven or you know you, you can tie some dots there if you want, mm. connect some things. Um, another stupid one I'm thinking it's a glitch in the Matrix theory mm. is you know how Scott Free is always wearing his different superhero shirts. Yeah. So he's wearing the cosmic Superman. Do you remember when Superman got so powerful he broke into two electric Supermans, a red one and a blue one? Um, In that single page where he's wearing the cosmic shirt, it changes color. It goes back and forth. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's a a glitch. (laughs) That's me reading too much into a stupid Easter egg. (laughs) Fuck that version of Superman. He dressed in a onesie. A white onesie and he would like glowed. Oh. Maybe Don't Google it, fuck him. Okay. Maybe <laughs> there's too much miracles. Whoa. Whoa, dude. Oh, and that's why he glitches. Um, and Kanto tells the story of the painters when they're, like, pissing into that pit. Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about these these painters having a competition, and, like, I'll, I'll skip over a lot of the dialogue, obviously, but he's like, oh... These two painters have a competition. One does this very beautiful, whatever the fuck, Renaissance-looking painting. And the other guy does, like, two or three grapes. Mm. And they're like, what the fuck? This is just grapes. And then birds come down from the sky and try to peck at the grapes. Oh. 
because they're more realistic than the other painting. So it's fooling the animals. Mm-hmm. And he says something specific about it, like, to the birds, reality doesn't matter. It's what... Is it, you can be convinced of any reality. Like, the way it's pointing to my theory is probably me reading too much into it, but spot on at the same time. Because, again, this book will leave enough breadcrumbs for any theory you want. Yeah. Um, so the dude working in the party store, he was good. He literally says Scott is looking at the life equation with the whole do I... It's the train thing. Do I let the one person get smushed or the four people get smushed? Yeah. That one. Hmm. Um, Darkseid responds to the Darkseid panel. Maybe his understanding of the anti-life equation is making it meta. Maybe. I mean, you guys came up with good theories too that... He's just saying, yes, I am to the missing panel, oh. which is so fucking but, dumb, I love it. No, but that's the thing, because if you, like, you even pointed out... We're literally bickering thing. over a single panel on a single page right now. Yeah. Because of how vague this book is. No, but okay, you're saying that any panel that, like, TV sizzles mm. is there because it mentions God. Yeah, or often. mentions heaven or happiness or something like that. So why couldn't a missing panel be referencing something else? Yeah. Like when someone called him shit and he said, yes, I am. Oh. Look, he double dipped. Yeah, again, I think he's leaving in like the post-game end credits sequence. You know, the whole they lived happily ever after thing. And I think he's just kicking back in there until he decides to leave. Which he may never do, because now he's got like kids and shit. But I think he's just chilling there until something happens. Until mm. so just... Jojo comes in and thinks, Leave, get out, right now. Okay. But you don't Send a view and leave. Yeah, I know what she meant. I'm just, it's weird that she brought it up. It's weird that... <laughs> no, because if he's not going to leave, eventually the anti-life is going to be like, Dude. Someone has to go in and get him. It's like, hey, we're having a crisis. And he's like, that's exactly why I'm in here. <laughs> you want to come be an injustice? No. <laughs> Not really. Well, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You so my, my theory has evidence, but literally they all do. So <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, we are all right. In That's our why the book. This is this book is a better Rorschach than Watchmen. Ha ha. Fuck that shit. Well, Rorschach is an inkblot test. I know. Okay. The funniest face. <laughs> it is very good. <laughs> So, final thoughts? It's a good book. You should read it. I hope it stands the test of time. Because well, it's, it's definitely so a good book, but I'm worried that because it's a Mr. Miracle book, it'll suffer. Room mm. the Tongue Kings on the front. Yeah. yeah. That don't help. Yeah, that's that's probably working against it. Mm. Controversial character, but human. Human character. Not a character in the book. Oof, indeed. Do we have a homework question? What's our theory? Oh, yeah. We did it. <laughs> we made it through three-part miniseries. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What now? No, wow. Ah, so I don't know when this happened. When this come out happened. Yeah, no, nobody say anything that gives away the time that this was recorded. July 9th. Happy holiday. 1846. Oh. oh. 
We did this episode first. Good day to you and good night. <laughs> okay, there it is, everybody. <laughs> That's what they say in the, the time that Kaya said. Treat people with kindness and put a bunch of whipped cream in your hand. But don't <laughs> double you dip. Her. Do not double dip. I will literally come murder you. <laughs> don't double dip. I'll literally come. <laughs> yeah. Cut, cut. Edit her out so that's her sentence. No, just finish the podcast. <laughs> yeah, cut it hard there. They got new hot dogs at that store. They got new hot dogs, everybody. My mm. name is Toad Fox of the School of Wildness. Joined the by our producer, Kai Steen. Yeah. And our little guests here, Meg yeah. and Cola. Get you Your some one. hot dogs. Do not double dip them. Don't put things on bus swap and sell if you don't have a photo. I mean... Yeah, cool. So, uh, so remember to rate and review and do the things. Do the thing, what happened? Hey. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Do you the bit. Yeah. Trey had a hair in his mouth because he's a double dipper. <laughs> and that's what comes to double dippers, hair and mouth. That's what comes. <laughs> Fuck you! Fast as best, everybody. Why do people keep doing this to me? I mean to be... Oh. Yeah. Did you just put your finger in my out hole? <laughs> There's yeah, a good spot to leave it. Very good. I like food. It's a very nasty hot dog.